0: In a week where Gary Lineker boycotted Match of the Day because of tweets, Nick Javi is not on this podcast for completely unrelated reasons. (laughs) Welcome to the Broken Hearts Podcast.
1: I like that. that's good. Very good.
0: <laughs> I just made that up now. Hi, how are we
1: doing boys? Um good. Mon- Mondays at the road. Um nothing happened much at the weekend, so <laughs> Hi. All good. It was a pretty quiet one. Um
0: We'll get into it, but uh, just for anyone who's not paying attention, we have been knocked out of the Scottish Cup by Celtic, but I feel like we'll get there. We'll start with some positive news. Hearts Stadium, Tynecastle Park, has been upgraded to Category 4. Is it with UEFA, yeah? Is it them who decide? Yes, Aye. So I looked into this a wee bit and category four basically means that you can host better parties you can have mere press people and you can have mere VIPs, that's really it <laughs> It's not
1: do with the actual like,
0: fan experience
1: So, what, so, what, so things that we're now grading categories are tornadoes earthquakes tsunamis and stadiums
2: <laughs> Aye. But, but we can now say that we are level in regards to UEFA with the new camp, oh, so, it was never in doubt anyway. So <laughs> also yeah. Hamden's there, though. So it's and I Murrayfield's mean, also there. Yeah, Murrayfield, Murrayfield is actually quite nice. Mm, not, not for, for actually
0: football. watching sport, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting onto the stadium. Gorgie ultras had their own little spot against Celtic. How did we find it? Because we're both. Further away from them when they're in the Gorgie stand,
2: it looked good. It was certainly on the highlights on the TV, it, it sounded good. Uh, the sound really doesn't travel very well, though. I would say it was um, difficult being right
0: next to the away fans. You could definitely I, hear them a lot more over
2: the Gorgie.
1: And I, I think um, that's
2: something you contend with. You're gonna have to contend with even more if you can see them three minutes.
0: Well, no spoilers, we'll get
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I also, I think you've got to think of, you know, they only had that one we set, how many was it, like two, three hundred, maybe? Yeah. Well, so, you know, I think if that gets expanded out a bit more as well, it will certainly make more of an effect, obviously, that in itself has its issues and things, but um, I think it was a good start. And yeah, definitely. It to be, they seem to be well behaved, there was no bad song, there's, there's they, they do seem to be very well at that as well, and they've yes. stepped away from the sectarianism, which Celtic fans definitely did not. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it they, they did. It seemed to work well, and I think this it's like baby steps to make sure the hearts don't come down on them for doing anything. They're, I do think they're always going to be walking on very thin ice. Yeah, um, th- they're doing it very much the right way, and all, I'm all for it. Keep keep it going. Not what to get full conspiracy, but
0: we won't have the back-in and the protection of the SFA for chance
2: ETC, ETC. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I was just moving on. Pe- people will have to be at Easter Road for this because the Edinburgh Derby has not been chosen to be on TV. It is one of the last games of the fixtures before the split. It is the two teams that are fighting for third, and it is an Edinburgh Derby, probably the second biggest fixture in
1: the league. Yeah, but in fairness... They have decided to put on two huge games because the Friday night slot that we could have been in is, I don't know, what are the second bottom maybe, Ross County versus um, a really struggling Aberdeen side? So that would be <laughs> good. That would be really good. If I mean, if you wanted to get a ticket to that game, you could probably get one. So, <laughs> not really sure why that's on the telly. That won't really encourage anybody. Um, and then, of course... I don't know what day this, I think I'm presuming this one's the Sunday, but um, it is Celtic away at Kilmarnock because obviously Celtic are in a real battle right now um, with everyone the around them. But that'll be a close
0: exciting game, you know, so 11 be, men behind the ball.
1: So that'll be, that'll be really good. But yeah, they're kind of closest battle for a, a notable position um, and the second biggest derby in Scotland. Why would you show that? Why, why would you want to put that on the telly? I don't know. I think.
0: Moving Shut on to up. some more positive thoughts. Uh, four Australian players somehow How? have been called up How? to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the so Australia, let's let's go over done.
2: it.
0: So Kai Rolls, deservedly so, he's a good player. Cami Devlin, yeah, well, all right. Atkinson, cool and cool, cool. So two of them haven't played really all season. Devlin has been dropped. It's a bit of a confusing one, but I'm happy for
1: them. I mean, the right back (laughs) death in Australia must be. (laughs) Well, I've seen an
0: article about um, Cool and the Australia coach was saying that it'll be good to get him back um, kind of lifting his spirits, which might sort of suggest that he's maybe struggled a bit settling in Edinburgh.
2: Yeah, I actually, i of done a wee bit of digging because I don't know, when he sort of came in with all the fanfare, six-month loan deal, you sort of, I don't know if there was, maybe I had a bit higher expectations that he would hit the ground running, but I think he only had, he's only had like four professional starts and he has come all the way over from Australia. So it probably is a bit of a, Maybe Grant him a wee bit more leeway, but at the same time, he's, he's
1: not here that much longer. So I'm, how kind he's, of, um... I'm kind of looking at. I don't know if he should maybe be playing in Newcastle's under on twenty one side or something rather than playing full pro, because it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't look ready. Physically, doesn't look up to it. Yeah, we all
0: got we all got carried away at the time when he came because he did play well at the World Cup and he'd had that one game against Barcelona when he looked really good as well that none has seen. I think in hindsight it's really easy to say, but I do think it kind of doesn't make sense. Like, he doesn't play a position that we have in the lineup, and also he's maybe a wee bit off actually being. He's probably in the future going to be much better than Hearts, but right now it doesn't seem like he quite fits, and we are now in a fight where every game matters. So, when are you
2: going to experiment to bring him in? I do, I know it'll come from the by ourselves, but I do think it's quite damning that we he never got half an hour. Even yeah, during the week more so. I mean he nearly did. I mean I think it was like He only got close because of that. an injury. He, like he but,
0: only got close to getting that half an hour. He would have came on with five minutes to go if a player didn't get injured.
2: If you're uh, gonna like, experiment at anything, it was Wednesday there.
1: But even I think if you're we were obviously short of options going forward on Saturday and you wait until 80 minutes to bring him on, it would say to me that oh, they don't Cameron, think he's we'll ready. we'll get there. We will get there, don't you worry about <laughs> no, but it would, It would just tell me that they, they don't think he's, he's yeah. ready. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. And what have we got left? Like, one, two, three, four, five games for the split, so ten games this season left. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anyway, moving on, staying in international football, Angus Gunn has declared that he will play for Scotland, which considering there's a team about to be announced, almost guarantees he's in that squad or else this wouldn't be an article. <laughs> but what do we think that does for Clark's chances in terms of potentially getting in the squad
2: or starting? I think Clark will still get in the squad. I think it might be a bit of a straight shootout between him, uh, Liam Kelly and possibly, well, obviously Angus Gunn. Um, I Angus think Gunn. it's Angus
0: Gunn. I don't think he comes out and says he's playing, declaring for Scotland Without the sort of thought that he's actually going to be the starter, he's
2: like he's a 13.5 million pound keeper playing in the championship. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Norwich are actually
0: doing pretty well.
2: They are currently definitely oh, in the championship. So that's not too bad in the championship. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a bit of shame for Clark actually. I, and I've read a wee bit about Angus Gunn Apparently he was liking tweets during the Euros Slagging Scotland And he's already <laughs> knocked us back a couple of times So yeah. I'll be honest with you, I hate him So I hope <laughs> it is
1: so We just have Ollie McBurney and goals <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pretty much <laughs> Oh um, man it does seem like he's he's realised He's not going to get in that England team After playing in the 21s He went, fuck it, I'll go to Scotland um, His dad yeah. played for Scotland in goals So but well, that was pretty much the
0: reason that it came out that ages ago when we approached him is because he had his sights set on being the England starter, which is it's fair enough because he was born and raised in England. Like I understand, cool whatever. Aye. But I hopefully now he's in the squad he can commit and show a bit of passion. Anyway, moving on to a bit of passion at the weekend. Hey, Cameron! It was Hearts and Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> Was was I? Um,
1: was was great. Loved
0: it. So I understand what Robbie Nielsen was doing. Starting with five at the back, essentially, and three three mids. A really good low block. Two sort of faster, sprightly, technical players up front, and that's that's a really good idea, especially against a team like Celtic. Sort of sit in, frustrate them,
1: and concede after two minutes. I would through the way this goal was conceded. The one person you think will be steady for your team at the back is Kai Rose and he comes screaming out and he misses the ball at the halfway line and that's it. There's a huge hole at the back after that. I don't know how you game plan for that. It's multiple
0: mistakes. People are out of position and aye. But
1: but he's he's played at a World Cup, like what are you doing? And in that moment, you like you know you've got to keep it tight at least through that first 10 minutes I, and give us a chance.
0: And but surely they've watched videos over the weekend about how easy Celtic just play the ball into those channels to cut it back. Like, that's their route to go every time if they can do it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is very frustrating. This was the blueprint of how to get beat off Celtic, concede two minutes in and then concede to the last kick of the first half, and the game is over then.
2: I was, I was, the writing was on the wall. I thought I actually thought for a period in the first half we looked all right. We did see what come into it a bit, but that second goal just killed us. And the, the start of the second half, it was just only they, they, they would just play the boot with it, and we just looked. Yeah,
0: it became a training exercise for them. Yeah. If, if we really proposed any threat, which we, I know we had that good d- force to double save off Joe Hart, um, but I feel like if we really ever
1: posed a threat, they would have just took it up another couple of years. I think- I think that was it. Like if we'd if we'd scored there in the first half and then you'd got to half time at one 0 say, that's a big if but um you were in the game even if even if you got to half time at one 0 we would have the game in the second half. But you can see them when they do and it's it's not a good goal away. You know, again you're you've you switched off and it it just looks too easy for them. Um and yeah, that's it. Like I I I I'd agree, I think they were quite sitting over the cup because they can. They're also very fast.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize even in the other the other games this season how small they are as a team. Actually, they're really really small. I mean that doesn't take away from how physical and how athletic they are, but they are a very small team. um They have a very simple press for the front as well. They have their front three, the whoever it is, just press and wherever the ball leaks past that press. They just have Hatati who can run ninety miles an hour for ninety minutes, just closing down at any end that comes and it's really hard to get out. But we didn't have to make it harder for ourselves.
2: I do, yeah, it was funny you mentioned that there, because it was something that's been brought up as well, as the fitness. And we, we we play Rangers and Celtic especially, but you saw it as well against Fiorentina and the, our fitness is we look like a pub league compared to even against Celtic.
0: The top level of football is is all focused on athletes now. Obviously, you have to be good at football, but the difference between these top-level players is is athleticism.
2: We don't really have athletes in our (laughs) team.
0: Nah. They're probably, compared to the average person, uber fit, but just that that next level, they're just not getting the right steroids. They need to speak to Craig Gordon.
2: Mental. We've got an expert at our club, but he's obviously no (laughs) sure. Yeah, so... A very frustrating
0: game My issue is And I do not blame Robbie Nielsen For the performances on the players, on the pitch But see, after you make your first change At 65 minutes And it's replacing a centre mid With a centre mid <laughs> Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you could see that wasn't working At 45 minutes, wait, wait. that's where that second goal We need to, we need to change wait, Was this the Devlin sub? All right, so obviously Keough just be think, big So he I needed think, to come off Yeah but it, it's it's like sixty-five minutes in, we're losing two 0 We've had one chance the whole game, it's clearly not working. What are we waiting for? Players aren't playing well.
1: I'd I'd say one thing. I think he was slightly hands tied in the fact that we were missing Humphreys and Shanklin. I don't know. I don't know what you do up top at that point because we could cry don't have we could list
0: we could list a squad of the players, the first team players that were missing. But just basic basic effort I felt for the players and just a bit of an awareness of what's going on in that game.
2: Yeah, I think the the Celtic, especially with Parkhead and the Wednesday, they looked quite um they didn't look great during the wings and we just didn't ever seem to you know, move Barry Mackay out wider put on cool. use his pace put Ginelli a bit wider we, we didn't see Ginelli doing a power of work up front on his end as well I was right. really impressed with him but um, there was nobody within 20-30 yards of him when he got the right. ball and it was there was nothing there you played such a so, so defensive you know Grant, Keogh and Halliday and, and then you're changing it for Devlin it's it's yeah like you say it's, it's not changing anything at all so defensive and no, uh, no, yeah.
0: he did then bring on Alan Forrest to play sort of Maybe centre mid, like what was Alan Forrest then?
2: <laughs> and Cochrane and Atkinson, changing up the fullbacks. Aye.
0: Well, Cameron, you made the point that um, that seventy third minute um, substitution was actually just
1: three fullbacks. I mean I don't like, <laughs> I don't think Forrest's a fullback, but they obviously do, so it is
0: Oh no, it was um <laughs> the players that came on aye were Alan Forrest, Atkinson and Cochrane. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean replacing three fullbacks as well. Replacing Kingsley, Smith and Halliday.
1: I'm presuming, (laughs) is is Oda carrying a knock of some kind? He was injured on
0: Wednesday, yeah.
1: So, Because I I just feel like you might have seen him in the game at some point. He was your only other real option further up.
0: Another thing that pissed me off as well is not naming a full bench. Even if you're never going to bring them on, just get some youth players ready in that process. What it's like to be in the first team on a day like this a quarterfinal against Celtic at home, it's a unique experience, and seeing how everyone prepares and the different sort of ways, that I, it's a great experience. You know what? Having Ney one on the bench instead is I'd, not going to help.
1: I'd had to think about this, and I wasn't sure, so you he might know better, but he has been like they have been putting these boys on the bench in the last like McLuckie's been on the bench. None of them are cup-tied cu- through loans, are they? Like, I can't understand why you wouldn't put them in there if they're not.
2: McCallie was on the bench on Wednesday. So yeah. I don't understand why what's what's changed there. And let's like say he's probably never gonna get on, but what's the harm? and um, would have been nice to have you and Henderson coming right a now. I mean, Bobby look can't be cup tied, he's played for Hearts
0: B the whole season. Yeah, no, I was just wondering if they had been. Right. It's odd. It's very odd. It's just another like game against Celtic. Do you know what I mean? What baffles me is was some of the fucking flag, Falkirk Celtic. Leith Celtic. The bucking the bucking boys. Are you fucking joking me? Honestly, anyone who's not first generation born in Glasgow or live in Glasgow should just fuck off with supporting the old firm. That is embarrassing. It really pisses me off. And then not only that, then criticize teams for being worse than them. Yeah, you are literally the fucking problem. Anyway. Speaking of the gulf uh, between the old firm and the rest, um, there was a
1: a, a graph put well, on, just, on Reddit. Let's back, back, to the game for for a second. Okay, I just I think worth a mention as a starter. I thought Keo was very good, especially going on into that first half. I thought he was probably the one player we had driving forward, and he's coming for quite a bit of stick. I think probably. Praise where praise is due, he, he looked much better and maybe you'd said it on Saturday, Simon, maybe in a three, actually. He's an option. Aye. I, I
0: think he works well in a three. I think we've got so many centre-mids that do different things. Um, finding a good balance of three, I think, would be worthwhile and see against the teams that Arne, Selic and Rangers playing four at the back.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: I think we're better than most teams and that that should be the case. I don't like five, well, the three centre-backs, side So, yeah, sorry, jumble's Jambles kick back with some old-firm hate.
2: Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. <laughs> well, old-firm or heart's hate? Maybe a bit of both. Maybe a bit of depression as well. Um, I'm going to go through, there was something that Jarve had mentioned in the group chat um, whilst he's in uh, limbo at the moment um, about whether I guess, you know, when we lose, the chat always goes to sack Robin Nielsen. I don't want to get into that because I don't think it's justified especially when there's two games against Celtic, but there was a bit of a debate going on about whether we should take a gamble when I think... At the end of the season um or stick with what we got so as soon they say so we have a choice do we stick with a manager who will give us a great chance of finishing third each year competitive on the whole against all the other teams except the old firm and with a good chance of european football each season or do we take a gamble and get someone else in who might catch us up to an extent with the old firm or alternatively drop us down the table risking our top finishing european football solid runners up or gamble on the chance of glory failure. What's it to be, boys and girls? The first reply, you seriously think we can ever get close to Celtic? They're bringing on the likes of a while we bring on Forest. That's a fair point. Another one just says, gamble every day of the week. Nielsen is not fit for purpose. Someone says, depends if someone like Alex Neil becomes available that we can entice. If Robbie is the safe bet, you stick with it though. Um, I'm somewhere in between. We're years and miles away from getting near the old firm. I don't think we're getting the most out of our own resources though. In the same way that we always look to upgrade players, I view the management team the same. If there's better on paper, it's always a gamble with players, the same with players out there that's affordable. We should do it, in my opinion. Do people still actually believe a change of manager will somehow get us closer to the old firm? Those fans are fucking delusional. Um, someone says Hart's wage bill per week is 77 grand, Celtics is 401,000. No manager can manage a golf that much, so blame Nielsen until the coups come home. But black and white, we are just nowhere, not anywhere close to the old firm. Um, and someone, just to finish off, says there is no next level. We won't get any better. Get this chat to shit. We lost to Celtic. It's hardly a shock. Third and hope we avoid Celtic and Rangers in Cups is as good as it will ever get. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> let me see. So the, the, the question is a fallacy because it's not our option isn't if we keep Robbie Nielsen. Oh, well, that's guaranteeing third in European football every season. No, it's not. Our aim shouldn't be to get close to the old firm. Our aim should be get as far away from all the other teams as we can. Let's forget about catching the old farm because every step we take, they take 10. It's never going to change unless they change the structure and the system that is Scottish football. It's never going to change. So let's forget about that. What we should be doing is we should be pushing ourselves away from Hibs, Aberdeen, Livingston, whoever's just hanging about down there. That's what our aim should be. We should be trying to cause a big enough gap with these European campaigns I was about to say two European campaigns that we're having (laughs) um, just to push ourselves away from them can be concerned with getting away from them rather than chasing the old firm I think that's the way we should be running the club I do agree that Robbie Nielsen is stable but that's not guaranteed
1: yeah I think I just I don't see how anybody gets any more out of like in all honesty I don't see how anybody gets any more out of the squad um We've he's finished as high as he can kind of every season he's been at the club we're better off, I know it's just two points, but we're better off than we were or sorry, we've now played that game so we're about exactly the same as we were at this point last season um, we're solidly a bit of the third best team in Scotland, I don't see how anyone coming in with the same players and the same budget finishes anywhere better than third and and we are noticeably better than those teams. we beat Hibs 3-0 already this year in this calendar twice. year. Yeah. What did I say? You said this calendar year. Yeah, twice this calendar year. So it's, I think there's just a strange thing about the club that we constantly seem to think that Robin Neilson is the problem when actually the guy gets paid to have a run in the cup and finish third, and that's what he does.
0: I'm not I don't fully agree that anybody couldn't get more out of the squad. I do think there is more in there than, than we get out. But I do agree that we are the third best team in Scotland right now with Robbie Nielsen as our manager.
2: Wow. I'm, I'm still very much very much the same as I've always been. I think Robbie Nielsen will do very well for us, but I I do think there's better out there. I think we need to be a bit more ambitious. I also come to go off Robbie for a bit and I don't think he's fully to blame as well. I think we need to be a bit smarter with our recruitment and I think just player squad as well, because we bring back and you know, we miss Shankland and sort of us to an extent and we just seem to crumble again. We've not got any there's, there's no depth there, there's no there's no backups and let's like say we talked about it with the bench you know, we kind of fill a bench, um, and I know that the people brought up a lot about the fact that we were in an injury crisis and all that, and they were saying we've not got Benny, we've not got Halcott, we've boys. They've been out all season. We kind of keep going on about that, and they've also been out through two different transfer windows. So if we've not been able to replace that, then we need, to, and that's causing us issues. Then we do need to have a look at player think, recruitment as well.
1: I think that's a really good point, actually, and that. They've kind of constantly said that having a smaller squad with better players is the way we want to go. But the squad still needs to be big enough and at times you mean, not naming a bench there, the weekend, the biggest game of your season is is, is difficult to take when you're watching that and, and seeing the fact that you know, we just don't have the players to come in when you when you lose somebody and we've got so many kind of key man dependencies on the pitch.
2: That and, and we've got a lot of money coming in, especially this season. So I do start as a wee bit of me, it's not much, but a wee bit of me does get a bit annoyed. and we're not filling the squad and things. So I think where's this money going? Um, you know we said in the pod last week, fifteen million quid has been donated by Heart fans since Foundation of Heart came in. And if we're not, if that's not going into the squad, then or if or maybe we're pissing our money up the wall. Maybe I don't know. But or I like you've
0: just got to give them the benefit of the doubt as well and say maybe they're using this money to like secure a future. And not just yeah. splashing it all while it's coming in. That's
2: a good point. Yeah, I'm sorry. Of like yeah, like COVID could... could
0: happen at any moment. And we yeah. we were actually pretty good going through COVID. Obviously, the fans put their hands in their pockets again. But we'd done pretty well through it. We we didn't really we didn't see a huge drop in the level of, of hearts. I know we obviously went to a championship, but the actual like turnover didn't we're really at,
2: change. And we had a great squad in the championship. We're a premiership squad in the championship. I, yeah, no, you, that, yeah. We're well, at least we're not frivolous with our money, and you know we're not posting losses every year, which I know a lot of other teams are. So, yeah, fair enough. But we'll again,
1: I think there is see the ambition thing. I'd agree on a the point there, and that if we don't continue to get third, like I feel like we're in a perfect position to continue to get third. But if you have a season where that fell away for any any reason, and you don't win a bit of silverware when it looks like you know we've we've had pretty good runs. It feels like the squad could could go win something. Aye. You do get something. It'd be interesting to see how quickly that four thousand on the waiting list quite quickly gets a bit bored. How many of them would actually buy a season ticket when it comes to anyway? I don't know, but. Um...
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the way sort I wanted to bring up that three and a half thousand season ticket waiting list, and you know we can't sell out a quarter final.
1: Oh, yeah
2: doesn't it? It
0: doesn't, doesn't look great. It's not great optics, is it? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> aye, that's it. That's the Scottish Cup over. It's third or nothing. This season could quickly go downhill if we're not careful. But I do feel we're favourites to, to get that third spot. Coming in as what I think is comfortably the third best team with a five-point head start. Cool. Let's do it. I guess
1: yeah. worthless just telling everybody that obviously the three of us quite positive about us getting third place. Um Jarvey's missing. Um absolutely not positive about it. Um, <laughs> currently off at the moment because he's doing some arts and crafts with his daughter and they're painting some bed sheets. I think they we're doing some potato printing and that kind of thing on, on the bed sheets. Don't know what it says on it. Don't know what it says, but um believe that uh, maybe, uh, but his, I mean, his view for the next couple of games is pretty bleak as well. I think he'll just get him beat in Aberdeen and, and draw Michael Marnick, so he's got a cheery life as our job. <laughs> anyway.
2: They are uh, two sort of tough-ish away games. Aberdeen are just wild at the moment. Indeed, and again kind of are coming are going. Kelly, if we don't, if we're not winning at Kelly, second bottom in the league. Uh, again, it's away, so we've only won three right. away games this season. But still, you know, when it's it's crunch time at the moment Hibs are breathing in our neck a bit which I never thought of genuinely didn't think this was going to be an issue when we were sailing ahead but
1: it'll be fine beat Aberdeen they get absolutely horse the for Celtic. eight points going into next week job done (laughs)
2: that's that's it that's what I needed to hear actually thank you good man let's see how brave we are again
1: though (laughs) by ourselves oh do we have to do we have to (laughs) well Guy last week was not a cheery look on this. Um, I'll run through it. Hard to get at least a point and a place in this end. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> a red card now the game. No, although if we left Q on, he might have done that. Oh, he was finding <laughs> a red card that game. <laughs> it needed somebody like that, but yeah, um, he, he read no the script. He understood what the job was. He did. Um, Cool, we touched on this one. Cool, we we'll get at least 30 minutes in either of the games. Nope. And both teams to score and over four goals in the cup game. Well, there you go. Um, so, what that left us with is Paddy and Jarve are positive friends with zero. <laughs> Simon, you scored one. Oh, yes. And the rest of us scored two. Wow. So where that leaves us is I'll give a bit of a, a round up on the current scores for the season. Then the last place and the only person below 50% for the season is Javi on 44 <laughs> out of a possible 91. <sighs> up to 47, just scraping above 50% is Paddy. And then it's up to yourself, Hammy, on 50. I'm on 52, Instagram on 53 and Twitter and Simon tied on 65%, right and 59 each well done that was poor for me there you <laughs> got a bit carried away with your silence <laughs>
0: so
1: on to this week um, i just touched on it before but um, and I know you need to buy this because of what I just said but um, Hearts <laughs> Hearts to extend their lead over fourth place this weekend so for clarity we play Aberdeen and Hibs play Celtic bye bye bye
2: I'm going
1: to buy. Nice. I'm going to buy. And of course, in their absence, Jarvie and Paddy buy it as well.
2: To be honest, I didn't realise Hibs had Celtic this weekend, so that's great. That just works out perfectly, actually. <laughs>
1: uh, another free hit, eh? Huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, missed them this week, I think, but um, the Shank can return this weekend
2: going on our injury record I'm saying no <sighs> doubtful to see him again season I reckon <laughs> he's sell <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> sell because if he's in I'll be
0: happy and if he's out I've got a point yeah well me
1: and our absent colleagues are all buying more out of hope than belief but there we go. yeah Um, spoke about Gio does he keep his space in the squad for this game against Aberdeen? Well, these are difficult.
2: Ooh, it's supposed to be difficult.
1: Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Um, I'm going to buy it as well, actually. I. Well, if buys across the board. I think I think you've done enough at the weekend to have earned a shot there.
2: Yeah.
1: And then the last one is. Over 2.5 total goals in the game.
2: Oh.
1: Sell. In These fact, great questions. Buy, buy. You never want to sell by the under, eh? Oh. Maybe I'm even if Aberdeen s- won 3-0, you win, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy. <laughs> You've <just> convinced me.
1: <laughs> oh, right, I'm going to buy it as well. I think <laughs> we go there and we Score two in the first half, concede and then we're really edgy for about 40 minutes in the second half and scrape out a 2-1-1. One, one.
0: Thank you very much. Any points uh, against Aberdeen or Come could would be brilliant. <laughs> Six. Six. Yeah. It's got to be the aim really. I know Aberdeen are like historically uh, in brackets the last couple of
1: years quite good but we're better than that. Don't believe, like, I'd like not to believe. Otherwise, I've definitely changed my my mind on what Robbie Nielsen's doing. But if we're not going into these games, expect to win both of them. Jesus.
2: Quite
0: right. I, I do think injuries are important. Um, who's back? Who's fit? Because we currently have no strikers.
2: Uh, yeah, it turns out Humphreys is a bit made of fucking paper, eh? Uh, <laughs> it.
0: Like I said last week, it's the frame. You can't actually be that size.
2: <laughs> so hopefully Just, Shankland is back
0: Yeah Yeah it would be nice to see him back in the squad um, That's Hold 3 up. o'clock Away on
2: Saturday
0: Indeed yeah. Yeah. So that's great um, A game in Scotland you can
1: actually watch in Scotland <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the Hearts have sold out that away And it was £30 a ticket again
2: Fucking oh, hell
1: Plus getting up there like, it's like I a premium a game or whatever, Category 1 game or whatever they call it though, eh? I think there's a, is there a train strike on Saturday? Like, it's uh, fair play.
0: Oh, plus there's a the rugby on, so they'll be busy as fuck. What a fucking <laughs> shit show. <laughs> <laughs> what a support, though. What a support. Yeah. I hope that helped people get over getting beat off then D- Who cares? Like, it's going to happen a lot. Like, plus, I'm, I'm plus, talking, like, in the 90% of your whole life.
1: Plus, you get you get a weekend back in the summer and you don't have to spend a fortune going through. It's good. <laughs> didn't, they want, didn't they want to go anyway?
0: Well, you had plans, Cameron, so you are actually hoping for a loss, weren't you? <laughs> you know it, I. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining us and giving up your uh, Monday nights to record, unlike some... <laughs> hopefully you have a good rest of week we are hearts underscore podcast on different socials and get following and that if you can be asked we don't post shite we've got quite good socials so i feel like it's worth a follow unlike some but anyway thanks very much bye <laughs>
1: quere